Welcome to Win The Day. I'm your host, James Whitaker, author and producer of Think and Grow Rich The Legacy. And in this show, I share the tools and strategies used by the world's best performers to help you transform your own life. Are you fired up? I am. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 12 of the Win the Day show. And today's episode is titled Words versus Deeds. We're going to talk about the importance of purposeful action. What action you need to take to help make your dreams a reality. Before we get into today's episode, we're gonna quickly revisit the book giveaway that we spoke about in episode 11. So we said all those people who emailed me with your definition of wealth would go into the draw to win two signed copies of Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. Well, we actually got a whole heap of entries, but I'm picking four people. So four people are going to get this signed copy of Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. They are Brett in Scarborough, Australia, Laura in Austin, Texas, Stephen in Banyo, Australia, and George in Mindari, Western Australia. So we've got three Aussies and an American in there, but thank you to everyone who entered the book giveaway. I promise we will be doing another one soon, but you can also grab a copy on Audible or an ebook or a hardcover from Amazon or anywhere else that sells books. All right, let's get into the quote for today's episode, and it comes from Henry Ford, and it says, you can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. You can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. So clearly in this episode, we're going to talk about action, but there are many different types of action that determines the difference between those who keep running around in circles in life versus those who are able to continuously level up time and time again. After all, most people on the planet have the best of intentions. So why is it then that extraordinary achievement is reserved for so few people? You might have heard that the best way to predict the future is to create it. It's a brilliant quote, that one. So let's think about Steve Jobs, who invented the iPod, which destroyed traditional music listening devices. He created the future. Then Steve Jobs went and invented the iPhone, which destroyed traditional mobile handsets, cameras, and eventually his own product, the iPod. Sarah Blakely created the future of women's fashion with her brand Spanx. Mark Zuckerberg created the future of marketing with Facebook, even though the company was initially launched as a way for college pals to keep in touch. And Nick Woodman created the action camera market with his company GoPro. And Elon Musk is busy creating the future with every single company he owns. There are endless examples of people who are creating the future. The best way to predict the future is to create it. So I've given you a few examples there, but I'm sure you can think of a few others yourself. Let's right now revisit the quote again from today's episode. You can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. What I love about this quote is how directly it talks about the importance of purposeful action. Your reputation is built on what you have already done. Where you are in life right now, it's the sum of all the actions that you have taken or you have not taken, good or bad, that have created this reputation. Your reputation is not built on how well you talk about what you're going to do. That episode quote is even more powerful when it's considered in context. So it actually was said 
by Henry Ford, who I'm sure most of you have heard about. And in Henry Ford's time, we're talking around the year 1900, horses of all things were the primary mode of transportation. So horses filled the streets of pretty much every city on the planet. They were used for mail, they were used for transport, they were used for entertainment and a whole heap of other things. But horses weren't perfect, as you can probably imagine. Now in 2019, it's easy to look back on uh, an inferior technology being horses after everything that we have been able to enjoy in the last century. So think about why horses weren't perfect. Well, for starters, one of the big things was that actual horse shit was left all over the streets, forcing people to clean it up constantly and it stunk, people would stand in it, would fill the streets. When horses died, when they passed away, they would leave this smelly, rotting carcass that needed, you guessed it, other horses to drag it out of the city. Horses were vulnerable if you were using them as transportation in bad weather. And there are dozens and dozens of other complexities that stem from having horses as a primary mode of transportation, as the engine, which we know went on to replace it. There had to be a better way, but horses have been so commonplace for so long that most people simply assumed they would be around forever. What does that remind you of? Maybe companies like Kodak, maybe companies like Blockbuster, or maybe mobile phone handset companies like Nokia. After all, horses were credited with completely changing the face of warfare. And when it wasn't just the horses, it was also the, the invention of the saddle. So horses, then the invention of the saddle, these are the things that really revolutionized the face of warfare and been used for thousands of years. So that's why everyone thought that horses would still be around forever. They went on to revolutionize numerous industries, and today we even still use the expression, send in the cavalry. Seeing the future, Henry Ford had a dream to build a horseless carriage, a product that would have all of the benefits while eliminating all of the problems that had caused frustrations for owners, passengers, and government officials from all the things and problems that we had spoken about earlier. Now, when other people heard about Henry Ford's crazy dream, they scoffed and said it would be impossible. If it wasn't the pipe dream that turned them off, it was probably the fact that Ford didn't have a university degree from a fancy college. In fact, Henry Ford had never not only attended university, he never even went to high school. So that's why a lot of people think you have no right to have that dream in the first place. Now, this is an interesting juncture in our story because you already know how the story ends. I'm assuming that everyone watching this on YouTube or listening to this podcast has either owned a Ford vehicle at one point or at least taken or gone for a ride in a Ford vehicle at some stage. We know how the story ends. So how was a poor, uneducated man able to completely revolutionize the transportation industry and in the process become of one of the wealthiest and most famous and influential people on the planet? How was he able to do that? Well, Henry Ford was crystal clear about his dream, but then he realized there was one problem. There was only so much that he could do alone. After all, he was just one person. Now, many people abandon their dream when they have that realization. That's when the odds start to seem insurmountable, and that's when they start to listen to the ill-informed opinions of others. 
But many other people would actually have forfeited their dream and abandoned it before even getting to that point. But Ford realized that he didn't need to have all of the answers himself. He used purposeful action. He surrounded himself with people who aligned with his values, and then he got them excited in his mission. As his extraordinary journey continued, and more and more people joined the ride, all working in harmony toward a single aim, which you might recall is the absolute fundamental basis of the mastermind principle, which is principle nine of Think and Grow Rich, Henry Ford realized that this crazy pie-in-the-sky dream was going to become reality. In the 109 years since it was founded, the Ford Motor Company has gone on to sell 350 million vehicles, averaging a new car sold every 10 seconds. So enamored was Napoleon Hill with Ford's incredible methods that he references it profusely in Think and Grow Rich and many of his other books as well. Henry Ford passed away in 1947 with an estimated personal fortune of $200 billion adjusted for inflation. Not bad for a poor, uneducated, illiterate kid who was even labeled an ignorant anarchist by the Chicago Tribune. That's the power of purposeful action, believing in yourself and daring to dream as big as you can. Let's quickly think about a few important questions. Number one, what idea are you sitting on right now? What idea are you sitting on right now? Number two, what is that intuition deep inside that excites you about creating a better world? Number three, what's a problem many people face right now that is crying out for a solution? And number four, who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? with? Are they helping elevate your dreams or are they pulling you down? Surround yourself with winners is one of the most fundamental characteristics of success. And I reference it constantly on the Win the Day show, in the books that I write and in the speeches that I give. To change the world, like Elon Musk, like Steve Jobs, like Sarah Blakely, like Nick Woodman, like Mark Zuckerberg and the dozens of other people that you can mention, you need to dream big. You need to develop a passion for understanding the problem as much as you can. And you need to surround yourself with people who are as obsessed with finding a solution as you are. To finish, I just want to leave you with something that Barbara Corcoran told me during our interview for Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. Now, Barbara Corcoran, if you don't know, was a waitress at a diner in New Jersey, and she went on after reading Think and Grow Rich, which is what inspired her and gave her the blueprint. She went on to be the founder of property company, The Corcoran Group, which she sold for $70 million. She's got an amazing story. So Barbara Corcoran, she told me, when I heard what Henry Ford did, it made me realize I didn't need to know everything. I could build an empire on someone else's knowledge. So let's replay that again. I didn't need to know everything. I could build an empire on someone else's knowledge. When we're talking about purposeful action, harnessing the efforts of others is one of the most important things you can do. Because if you're not tapping into the efforts of others, you're going to get run over by the people who are. 
So that's episode 12. Before we go, I've got some really exciting news. I've actually filmed a masterclass. It's hours and hours and hours of footage. Everything that I have learned about success, I'm going to be sharing in this masterclass for a company called The Million Dollar Club. So that will be coming out very soon. So stay tuned, keep an eye on the newsletter and this podcast and YouTube show, and I will be announcing it as soon as it comes out in the next few weeks. That's all for episode 12. And as you win today, I want you to again remember that you cannot build a reputation on what you're going to do. Let your actions say much more than words ever could. Until next time, onwards and upwards always.